Soldier Field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's got the ball at the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade to black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air. That's what you're really hoping for that they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation. And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's, we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee, they head to the field. The Bears have won it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, joined by my father and co-host, Brian Flesh. Hey there, Bear fans. Ty, it seems like we've been here before. We have. This is Deja take, vu. This is take two, actually. Uh, my neighbor came over completely hammered and ruined the whole podcast. Yeah, he's a hell of a nice guy, but when he's hammered, um, boy. Left the door unlocked, and we were talking, and he thought we said, come in. We did not say come in at ever. At ever? See, I'm all flustered just thinking about it. We do have the audio. It goes for 20 minutes, the beginning, and then the end, and it just gets bad. I mean, he steps on the dog's foot. The dog yelps at the end. It (laughs) sounds like some drunk came over to beat my dog. It's bad. Yeah. So I might release it if anyone has any interest in it. Yeah, yeah, it, it could make a good blooper episode. So, coming off a devastating loss to the Atlanta Falcons in miserable fashion, we're going to start where we started last time, which the <laughs> listeners don't know, but we we know. I mean, it's despicable. And you know what? Honestly, we have more context on what happened with Justin Fields now. and what. See, let, let's just go with that first. Yeah. So he has uh, torn ligament, ligaments in his legs, and he has a dislocated non-throwing shoulder in his left shoulder. So um, I just read an update about that, too. They said his shoulder was a sprained AC joint. So I, I'm not a medical person, so I don't know. Um if a if a sprained AC joint or if an AC joint issue is the same as a dislocated shoulder, but um, anyway, that's that's the latest I saw just thirty minutes ago prior to the podcast. That's not what I got. Um, hmm. So again, as Bear fans, we're getting different information depending on the different sources. You Justin check. Field says, "Quote: I have a separated shoulder with partially torn ligaments." That's from Justin Fields. Okay. All right. I I had a sleeper notification that it was an AC joint. Again? Yeah. I'm just going to say, Dan, I don't know yeah. why you're doing this. Justin Fields, quote, a separated shoulder with partially torn ligaments. Why would he lie? No, I, again, what are we doing I, here? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Moving on past that. Uh it, I doesn't, tell you what, doesn't feel too good, does it? What you what, usually do to me, and let I just stared at you and let that sit, and you didn't know where to go. It's not a good feeling, is it? <laughs> the shoe was on the other. The, foot. You were stumbling and bumbling trying to drive this thing. That was good. This is better. You know what? I'm glad we're recording it now. We didn't have that last one. So, so let's, yeah, no, but, let, let's talk about what happened though, and what transpired and what led to these injuries it was clearly he was getting work on in the sideline he was getting that uh, what is it those theraguns those yeah. massage guns on both hamstrings laying down wincing luke getsy you don't have the offense you do not have the brain you do not have the know-how you do not have anything you are exposed for the fraud offense that you have is it fun watching Justin Fields do what he does? Absolutely. Time and time again, we have talked about it on this podcast. You can't have a quarterback in the league for very long that's going to run like that. They're not built for that. That's why the league has put these roughing the passer, which we'll get to, roughing the passer law rules in place. They feel like laws because if you even touch him, you know, they're trying to preserve the best player of the game so that we have that. Now, 
at the end of that drive, or the end of that drive when he got hurt, it's it's not even that. It's leading up to it, right? It's he's hurt. Let's run. He called a quarterback run. Yeah, that was the that was the most infuriating thing is. You know your guy's been hurt most of the game, at least in the second half. You know he was was getting worked on, as you said, and from the sidelines. So we're on our own 25 with 147 left to go. Um, and basically, he drops back and threw a high pass to David Montgomery after all of this happened. David Montgomery couldn't pull the pass down. It was intercepted. Uh, it was tipped to Jalen Hawkins, and the game was over. And it... It didn't really have to go that way. It it was a real shame that we ran him into the ground like that. But it's not just that. It's also you have no offense. You have no capability. When all you are is run, 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 run. I mean, that, that doesn't do anything for you. Oh, my gosh. We forgot to turn the heat off. Hold on. Keep going. Okay. So after the game, uh, this is a quote by Fields. He said, yeah, I was hurting. But again, it was the last drive of the game. And Fields also said, so I just tried to be there for my teammates and fight through the pain. Well, I I love that guy. I love the fact that, I mean, that's got to hurt like a son of a gun. I love the kid is gutsy. You can say a lot of things about Fields, but the kid's got guts, and he's yeah. But we knew that. Tough. But, but that I don't care. I don't care. And let me tell you why I don't care. And I'll make it clear as fucking day. He did this. He came back when Ohio State pl- played Clemson. He took a vicious hit. He came back, let him down the field, and won. Okay, you you want to see guts? You've seen it. Now let's preserve what we think is our future quarterback. I don't care about moxie guts you are in the position as a coach to preserve and protect your players preserve and protect your fucking players i understand what you're saying is it cool that our quarterback said that yeah i don't care i don't want him out there we're not going to the playoffs this is a meaningless game in a meaningless scenario it does not matter. All it shows us is that Luke Getze has the most basic bitch offense anyone has ever seen in their life. There's no point in running the ball. The NFL has changed. There is a point. I mean, I'm not totally wanting to abandon the run. What I'm trying to say is when you don't have a two-minute offense, how do you not have a two-minute offense in the National Football League? You have to have a two-minute offense. And I don't want to hear this anymore. About Justin Fields not being a pocket passer. He can throw dimes. Did he miss one to Darnell Mooney that should have been an easy six? Absolutely. And he's gonna he that's gonna be noted. But he also threw a dime on the money to David Montgomery running down the sideline. Here's what I'm trying to say in all this. You take Lamar Jackson. I've used this time and time again, and I will continue to go back to it. All he did was run. All he did was run. Then he started to get hurt. Then Baltimore said, oh, shit, hold on. Oh, whoa, 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 horse. You know, easy boy. And they pulled the reins back, okay? And you saw him develop into not necessarily a pocket passer, but a guy who can throw out of the pocket. Justin Fields is never going to be a pocket passer, but he could be. It's easier to teach the skills to be a pocket passer than it is to teach the natural ability to get outside the pocket and make shit happen. I I agree 110%. My biggest concern is they better not they better let Fields rest this week. If they put him in, I will be so ticked off because he is our future and why why in the world would you even mess with putting him back the the New York Jets defense is is no joke. But we also, as Americans, um, this just doesn't apply to sports. This applies to work. That if somehow, for some reason, uh, maybe you can blame capitalism. I'm not trying to talk, talk political. All I'm trying to say is when you don't show up to work, your teammates slash, let's just put it in a real situation. Your coworkers get angry, and then they, they'll they'll pick fun. They will. They'll say, "Oh, did your tummy hurt yesterday? Is that why you couldn't be to work?" I, I I never call in. I don't know what that is. 
I'm always here, sick or not. Rain, sleet, hail, or snow. Unless this building closes, I'm here. That's just work, okay? We're talking about work, where you just have to do it to get by. Now, you escalate. You you, you put that into, hey, you're at the 1% of what you do. We have a small, tiny, tiny window as players to get this Super Bowl. He's going to play regardless. He is a player. The coach, the coach needs to reel him in and say, we need you, not now. There is a reason the backup position exists. Also, newsflash, meaningless season. What's the worst that's going to happen? We get a better draft pick? Ta-da! I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, put put Trevor Simeon in for God's sakes, okay? And we, I mean, it's, I it's going to be a shit show. There's a guy that coaches for Atletico named Diego Simeone, mm-hmm. and I just want him to his last name to be Simeone. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor Trevor Simeone. I don't. He's okay. not even Italian. It's a, it's a Spanish name. But you, Anyhow, but you you said that like you were with the mafia, man. Well, yeah, like an Italian. <laughs> Italian. <laughs> Simeone, but, but I, I I'm with you 110. Um, percent This game is meaningless. We're not going to the playoffs. Uh, the best actually that can happen is <laughs> we're that not, we we're not going anywhere, anywhere near the playoffs. No, no, no. We couldn't touch the playoffs with a 10 foot pole right now. I mean, we might but, be. We are battling right now. The only first place on the board is the draft. Yeah. And and you know and what? we could get there. Yeah, let's hope we get there and get and get a really nice draft pick. So let, let, let's as, talk about that as, for a second. As far as hold I'm on, concerned, hold. if he doesn't play the rest of the year, I'm okay. I am too. Let's turn the tables a little bit. How fucking dumb did we look? You and me before the season started, we had the oh. odds. Oh, the Bears are six and a half. Oh, my oh, gosh. that's a gimme. That's oh, yeah. a gimme. They'll, Bet they'll the for house. sure. They'll for sure get out of eighteen games. They're gonna sure get six and a half. Oh yeah. my yeah. god, it might well, happen. But right now, I do not feel good. By the uh, way, just to let everyone know, if you place that bet, that was on you. Bet uh, responsibly. But we did not take it, and I still feel dumb being on a podcast. And telling people, it's a lock. Lock it in. Right, right. Well, also, uh, neither one of us predicted that Geno Smith would turn out to actually be an NFL quarterback this year. Um, because in the previous seasons, he didn't look much like an NFL quarterback. Well, that's, So that's a whole other thing. That, yeah, but, that's not the Bears. Yeah. So I, it's just it's time to cool our jets. It's time to rethink the season. I love watching Fields scramble. He's one of the funnest quarterbacks to watch. The last he's made this game so fun this year. The last four games have been just an absolute joy to watch, with the exception of him getting hurt. But I, I don't want to risk our future. Just let him heal up. Um, make sure that he, medically he's okay, and just let Trevor Simeon do his thing. Yeah, I mean, and but like I think more attention needs to be brought to Luke Getzey because uh, explain to me the like also Matt Eberflus he he is exactly what we thought he was I think he has one more year tops I'm not kidding what more what I mean what more do you need if you can't get it done after you've already instilled your offense your playbook and by the way. Eberflus, I would get I would get a new offensive coordinator immediately. Mm-hmm. Or your ass is gone too, Mr. Conservative, Mr. Cover 2, Mr. Don't let anything in like in, everything in between the 20s, nothing in the red zone. Nothing fuck. over the top, Ty. Nothing over the top. And everything goes over the top. So fuck off. Yeah. That's bullshit. I don't like that offense. I told you, the 1990s called Early 2000s, they want their defense back. That shit don't work. Again, conservative. Ryan Pace is Ryan Poles. Yeah, I, I mean, think about it, right? Conservative. What? Who is? Uh, refresh me on this one. Didn't we take a wild shot when Ryan Pace came in for head? Go- oh, we did. We went John. I am so conservative. I love the triple option. Fox. Fox. Yeah. Yeah, he 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 uh, brought back um, heck. Heck, he brought back the seventies. 
But that's um, what. I, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's that's the whole point in this whole conversation is that we are going to we. The Bears are an. Uh, this the uh, I'm just gonna say it. The Bears are an addict. Yeah, and they're well, ad- no no no. Hold on. The Bears are an addict, and they're addicted to losing because we continue to follow the same trends, the same uh, over and over and over again. And you know who we are? We're the family of the addict, <laughs> and we're being a. I mean, I'm not taking addiction lightly. If you have someone, it is hard. But I'm just telling you how I feel because I keep getting lied to. I keep being told things are going to change. I keep saying that we're going to get it all. Like their whole thing is we're going to get offensive minded. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We need to win games. Instead, we have the greatest rushing attack in Chicago Bears franchise history. We're three and eight. (laughs) Quit lying. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that that means that Tyler and I will both be going to um, a, a meeting tonight and working on the twelve steps um, and trying to recover from this addictive uh, situation. I mean, we've got it's into. It, it's just absurd, is it not? It is, and I really liked what you said because for me it hit home, and and that was that was probably the only two minute drill uh, that I've ever seen that the first two plays were run. I mean, I, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a two minute drill in which your first two plays were running the ball. Can you, can you ever remember that one of those? No, but again, I mean, and I don't want to hear the excuse that he doesn't have the offensive line to create this. And there's different ways to get open. I mean, the offensive line did hold up for a while. I don't, I necessarily don't think our wide receivers are winning one on one. I don't know. Uh, well, Clay. Claypool is going to take time to develop, guys. He He's not just going to catch on immediately. Well, and the other thing with Claypool, we all know this is going to happen. At the end of the year, regardless of how fast or how slow he develops, I guarantee you Claypool's agent's going to go to the Bears and said, hey, you gave away a number, another number two draft pick for this guy, and we're, we're now going to be at the bargaining table for some money. I mean, that that's the way it's going to be. Now, one way to look at it they is I mean, he's a known can't. commodity. They, they can't. Yeah. They, he's a known. But they, but they can't. What do you mean? Well, because he's, he's, this is only his, oh, God damn it. These, I just hit the mic into my face. He, he can't because he's a third year and you have all the way up to the fifth year option. He can't negotiate. Well, my understanding was this, this is, he, he will be in a negotiation phase next year. Claypool. That, well, I mean, you can pick up your fourth year and your fifth year, and it's a rookie. Yeah. So anyway, wait, I, no, my, no, 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 don't do fuck this. Don't do this. Why do you do this? My you, understanding. You just is went his, anyway, but well, like, my what? understanding is his contract is up. He. It, this is his final year. One of the other reasons the Steelers let him go is that they didn't want to negotiate that, and now we got him, and now he's going to be at the negotiation table. I am quite sure that his year is up. He's going to be at the table, and he's going to be asking for money. And I don't blame him. I mean, I think he's a known commodity. Um, we, we've we seen what he's done with the Steelers. I'm glad we've got him. I'm just saying that's going to be part of that that cap, is he's going to take some of that. Right off the top. He's not. I was right. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2024. Okay. I must have got my information wrong then. I am so sorry. Yeah, this is on Bears Wire today. Claypool has a two-year, $2.18 million non-guaranteed contract as he comes to Chicago. Claypool's remaining cap for 2022 is 673000 as of 2023, Claypool is slated to have a $1.5 million cap hit next season before coming or before becoming an unrestricted free agent in 2014. Okay, I must have I got that wrong. Well, that's Sorry. what I was Sorry. thinking. I was like, yeah. dude, he's a rookie. I yeah. mean, you don't get to negotiate that quick. Yeah. So I, I guess where I was going with all that is the bottom line is for me – that we've got to sit our quarterback. We've got to 
readjust our talent around our quarterback. I mean, literally, we don't have enough people to support Justin Fields at this point. So Claypool signed a four-year deal with Pittsburgh. So he's, I mean, the trade kind of makes sense, in my opinion, because if he wants to get money and he wants to get paid by Chicago, and if he he doesn't want to play for Chicago, that's fine because he's going to have to work his ass off for Chicago to get eyeballs on him come next year. Yeah, that, that makes sense with the information you just gave me. So what 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 I'm saying is, and I wasn't trying to get hostile with you. I just I don't want to. If we disagree, we don't have to change subjects and move somewhere. Let let's resolve it because we are a Bears podcast. We do have electronics on us. We do have an internet that works for once. So we might as well take full advantage of it and actually relay that information. Yeah, you know good, that's all good, I want. That's that that's all I'm trying to get on. Good clarification. Back to Luke Getzey. I can't get over this guy. I mean, I'll end with this on him. He's an idiot. Uh, Yeah, you found what Fields is good in, and now he's hurt. Way to go. We all saw this coming. Uh, Just get an offensive line, get more weapons, solely focus on offense. That's that's my message to the Bears. And I'll I'll tell you why. Not solely. There's uh, some work, and let's transfer over to the defensive side of the ball. Uh I'm not worried about the defense. I know that sounds asinine and crazy right now because of the points that they're giving up, but look look how young they are. Look, I mean, they, they, they're, we got, what, four rookies on that ball? Right. Side of the ball. They're, rook, again, rookies. Mm-hmm. Rookies? Like, come on. And who has shown Gordon Brisker, has shown prom, promise. I mean, Jalen Johnson being the number one, he's only in his second year. They're, I mean, the there, there's a lot going on right there. I mean, Eddie Jackson is a seasoned vet. We have no linebackers, and we have no well, defense. Sanford is, is he, he's not bad. Yeah, okay, that yeah. you know he's not bad, but we definitely have no pass rush, and we have yeah. no defensive yeah. linemen. Yeah, the defensive end issue and the pass rush is just terrible. well, well, and Dad, it's not just the pass rush. It's no, we don't have anyone plugging up the hole yeah. on the run. Yeah, we we have either or. We just have guys. We we literally have bodies. That's it. Yeah, and and some of the tackling at times has really been atrocious too. I mean, sometimes it comes down to fundamentals also. But, but again, to me, it's like you have all that promise. You know, it, it, yeah. to me, it's like it's let, not a rebuild on the defense. No, from your I, perspective. I, I I don't like that word. I okay. don't like rebuild because I don't think that's a rebuild. What we have, it's a work in progress, is what it is. You know, a rebuild is I have to do every. The defensive line is a rebuild. I don't think the defense entirely is a rebuild at all. Our secondary can be good, but we need to bring more pressure and not by blitzing. I mean, I don't mind blitzing. I think it's better to mix up different blitz packages and know when to blitz and when not to. But we, we, we need to find a way for pressure yeah. because you, you have to get to them with three or four guys. I mean, it helps. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, 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 I mean that, that, there has to be at times you have to be able to get get to the quarterback with four guys. But that's really hard to do. I know, but there are teams out there that are doing it right now, getting getting it with four guys. Denver is a team that three or four guys consistently is able to get it. They also blitz a, a, quite a bit too. Um, another yeah, but... a, another team that does pretty well with that is Tennessee. Jacksonville on occasion does that a little bit. So yeah, there are teams out there that do that. So I mean, yeah, yeah. but there's, but I, I, not like what you're saying. Denver's not very good. Well, the, their Denver defense is first in the league. Oh, I'm okay. They yeah. also just lost in overtime I, to. I I agree, but that's again related to their offense and not their defense. Oh, I uh, did we watch two different games? Devontae Adams, wide open, touchdown, bye-bye, waving to the crowd. Yeah, that, 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 that has, yes, that happened. I'm giving, that, you, I'm giving you so much shit you, right now. You I don't are. believe You are. I don't believe any of that because when you have a bad offense, we've, we've known this as Bears fans for years. You can't have a good defense be on that field for that long. Yeah. They will break down. Yeah. 
They it's cannot, just a matter of time. They can't hold up like that. Right. It's every defense, too, by the way. Yeah. You the, could, the, I mean, think about the Ravens. What, what? Why am I blanking on the year the Ravens won the Super Bowl with Dilfer? Uh, oh, yeah. But um, that Ravens, yeah. uh, 2002? Might have been. That Ravens team got so freaking lucky with that Shannon Sharp bobble and then catch. Went, it should have been intercepted. Ends up him getting a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he, he, that, that that the reason I'm bringing that up is because even that defense, if if that lucky play did not happen, that we're not talking about that team. Okay, like it's it's that plain simple. Yeah, it, but it was a fantastic defense that year, and the defense carried the team for the most part on its shoulders throughout the season and, and into the playoffs. And that's why that is the worst saying in NFL history: the defense wins championships. It is the worst. Worst, uh, but it's true. Baltimore and, and that season, Baltimore's it wasn't Trent Dilfer putting the team on his back. How, how many times do you think it was Trent how, Dilfer that put the team on his back? How many times can you? I'll, I'll give this to you right now, and you're going to fail miserably. You're going to fall flat on your face, but you brought it up. Ooh, Mister Kitzel, uh, let's hear it. I bet I can name more teams that have won a Super Bowl. Because they had a good, well-rounded team with a high-powered offense than you can with a defense. I agree with you. And I wasn't making the point that all defenses uh, win. I just said that particular defense no, no, helped no, them no, win. No, 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 and no, the no. Bears' 1985 defense helped us win. No, 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 no. We, come on. Yes and yes, duh. I mean, it's iconic. But we also had Walter Payton when you could run the ball. And anyhow... It's not the point here. The point is simply that that statement is bullshit, and you know it's bullshit. Championships don't win defense. They don't. They might win them every now and then. That's that's all. I that I wasn't making the point. No, no, I'm that, not making. The, yeah. You're not listening. I'm not making the point that you're making the point. I'm making the point that the people that say that they always say it. every commentator defense wins champion every coach. Every conservative old ass man says defense wins champ. It does not. Yeah, I, it never has. I'm in. A, I'm in agreement with that. And, uh, so and, we are. We are in agreement. Yeah, yeah. It just it. It just never has. Okay, like it never will, and it never has. It has. Here's what I'm trying to say. It has occasionally. Yeah. But why do why do they always say that defense like? It drives me nuts to hear that because you can't name five defensive that one that that's the reason they won a championship. It's too hard. Yeah, but you want to talk about offenses? Well, yeah, you. I mean, you've you've got the seventies offense with San Francisco 49ers. Before that, it was the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. with Roger Staubach that had a hell of an offense. What, Terry, what, what, Pittsburgh but, Steelers with Terry Bradshaw. Uh, and and I mean, guess they, what? They, they had, had the, the mean, steel curtain. They had the steel curtain and the mean machine and all of that. But but still, it was Bradshaw to I mean, and and some great wide receivers. Yeah, I, I mean, so you know, I I think more of um, the offenses in those eras than anything else. Well, and then that's why I'm saying I'm not worried about our defense. To come full circle here, I'm not worried about our defense. There, it's not a rebuild. There's more promise on that defense. This is how I would describe the defense. I would describe our defense as if they were an offensive line. If they were our offensive line and we were watching our offensive line and Fields was only getting sacked like twice a game and he had immaculate amount of time, but we were still losing, that's kind of how I feel about this defense because you can only cover people for so long. Before it breaks down. And then once it breaks down, you're screwed. And it's going to break down when you can't get to the, the quarterback at all. Like, yeah. at all. Yeah. It puts it puts way too much uh, stress on the cornerbacks and safeties when you're... I mean, these are all... Whether, whether you like these players or not, they're very much elite athletes. And one elite athlete can run with another elite athlete... Four to six seconds, but man, much past that, you're you're going to lose someone. I mean, you just can't keep up. 
Yeah, so so not not really worried there. Yeah, not at all. So so where I, I don't, where I, where I'm worried is now look at the offensive side of the ball. Uh, I definitely think that offensive line has to be examined. I mean, we've been saying that for years, yeah. but it's on the I, that that's not the problem. There's no scheme. There's no schematic scheme. The rollout is stupid. Let me explain. When you do a rollout, if you were watching the game, it's true what Moose said. It's easy to defend. You have low, middle, high. Those are your routes. Low, middle, high. Everyone knows on a rollout, you cover low, middle, high. Okay? Andy Reid throws wrinkles into that. Shanahan throws wrinkles. McVay, wrinkles. Okay? You see where I'm going here? Luke Getze throws bleh. It, I mean, the everyone else in the league is eating steak and lobster. That's what their offensive coordinators are cooking up. Ours is like just giving us a bowl of cold ramen noodles every fucking game. Yeah. And 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 I know that the games have been electric. And I know that we've been putting up points and our offense has been there. But man, when you get exposed by the Atlanta Falcons, because like you said, Dad, you made the most one of the most valid points you've ever made. Have you ever seen someone run the ball the first two plays when it's a two-minute drill and you don't have a two-minute drill in place? What are you practicing during the week? Yeah, I, I that blew my mind when we started to do that. With And by the way, we were at 1 minute and 47 seconds at our own 25-yard line. Well, here's another thing, wow. too. Here's another thing, too, Dad. Wouldn't you rather see us go down throwing? Oh, yeah. I mean, much. I mean, great, basically, we did. We threw and, and it got intercepted. No, we did I not. The first... no, no, we did not. I, I know what you're saying, but there's, I mean, yeah. not, not off two runs. No, no, not off two runs. So... So, yeah, I would have much rather seen us take our shots downfield. Who knows? We could have hit Mooney for a big one. We could have hit uh, St. Brown. We could have hit Claypool for a big one. We could have hit someone. Um, But we'll never know. But also, in that situation, I would like to know, like, if Atlanta's playing a cover 2-2, like, that comes down to our receivers being coached up where to sit in that cover too. Exactly. Cuz there's there's That's a really good point. There is cushiony places where you can sit, plop and drop. Yeah. And with a minute with 2 minutes left. You, you know, you know who they need to watch who does this better than anyone in the freaking NFL wide receiver is um oh my gosh. Arizona Cardinals uh, number Hopkins. 1 Hopkins. Watch Hopkins. He will he will look and and find the softest part of that zone, but and he'll and he'll sit there and make it look easy. But it's also coaching and it's also being there, right? And we don't have that. Fields hasn't been there, and we don't have coaching because look at Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy was hitting him on Monday night for those. Mm-hmm. What you are talking about, Colt fucking McCoy did, yeah. That's and you know I, why Colt McCoy did? It's because Colt McCoy has been in the league. And Colt McCoy has been coached. Yeah. Well, and Colt... We don't have that with Fields. Well, and it's... I yeah. mean, there, there, yeah, there, they, there, there's got to be a better thing than... Like, it, you got to sit down in your Monday morning meetings and go, we can... Like, guys, we ran the ball. We wasted the most time out of anyone. And we scored. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> You didn't keep your foot on the gas. The Bears continue to slow up. We trade shot for shot, and then we can't finish. Well, there, there are a couple things I want to I want to say to that, Ty. And one is we're 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 running way too many slow developing routes with very little motion. That's a that's a problem in the NFL. Number two is when Fields does scramble, our wide receivers are not coming back to the quarterback. That's like football 101 if you're a wide receiver. Okay? To not come back to the quarterback when the quarterback's scrambling. And and what what I'm seeing is these guys are running horizontally with, with fields. That doesn't help him for crap. So somehow our wide receiver coaching is just not where it needs to be. I mean, if I can see that, certainly they can see it, right? I hope you say right. I mean, you would think. But are are not those fair evaluations that we're we're 
we're allowing things to develop too slowly. Sometimes you got to help your quarterback and and do more of the quick little slants across the middle. Oh, by the way, that doggone screen side screen is not working. It the has bubble a, screen. The bubble screen has not worked. Hasn't worked. Um, we continue to run it. I don't know if that's um, our offensive coordinator's favorite play, but. Uh, guys, begin to look at how many yards you're gaining on that one when you can when you do run it because it's got to be close to to negative yards at this point in time. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't know what else to say. Like it, it just falls on. We're stuck with horrible coaching. Yeah, and 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 you know the games started out so nicely. I mean, they they drove down. They scored seven. We then scored 17 unanswered points. I thought, okay, here we go. Here we go. And again, Expo- the same but, scenario. Uh, you can't be exposed by a team that bad. Yeah. That and, just means you're an even worse team. Well, and it's the Falcons, which, you know, they're very average to no, below average. No, they're not. Stop. They're fucking horrible. They're bad. They are bad. They have four wins. They're a bad team. I will not have you say otherwise. We lost to a bad team because we're a worse team. So, I mean, the only enjoyment on a Sunday was watching the Vikings get ex- absolutely slaughtered 40-3 to in their home stadium. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cousins, he had, to, he had to spend the next week in the, uh, the cold bath, right? I mean, that guy got beat I up. Had to spend it somewhere, I'll tell you what. Like, I, that was bad. Yeah, you knew, you knew on the first drive too, but we, we're the, we don't need to talk about the Viking Vikings anymore. Uh, what what do we do from here, man? Like what what, what? we all all I know is is we sit fields and we let him completely heal up. hundred percent. We take the choice out of his hands because he's going to want to play. Yeah, he's exa- a gamer. Yes, yes, and and we then just. We don't give up, but we also allow ourselves to... Hey, you don't have to give up when you're this bad. You can try all you want. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's a really good point. We'll try all we want with the guys we have, and at the end, we might might be in the position to get a first-round pick. You mean the first pick? Yeah, the first pick. We have a first round. I know. The first pick in the first round. Thank you for the clarification. I... I just don't know where to go, man. I, I I don't know where to go from here. Like it can, I, I, yeah. Did he inherit a bad team? Yeah, but he didn't inherit a horrible team. You know. Obviously, all the focus is on next year with the cap room and the cap hit or no yeah. cap hit that we're going to yeah. take. It's just all yeah. cap room. That's Wait, when that's when the rubber is really going to meet the road. Is, well, is he, what, what he, we put on the field next year. Here's the thing, though, and I, this is why I think that Eberflus um, only gets two years, and I'll, I'll explain. They're only going to give him five years. Poles is only getting five years. If there's no winning season in five years, he's done. So. You don't, he, you don't take uh, your coaching staff who's been losing into your third year. You clean house and you you, you do what Pace did. Pace picked Nagy, who looked like a great choice at first, and drastically overthunk everything through his whole. It's like the first year he had all Andy Reid's momentum, and mm-hmm. then like. It's almost like he had Andy Reid's secret playbook, and then it just went away. Yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. Because when you watch that first game, there was all this motion and first wow. season. For yeah, our first the season. entire yeah. season was yeah. like that. Yeah, and it and it was creative. And you thought, thinking, man, we we've, we've landed our coach for the future. But boy, when the second season came around, it it literally like the magic had gone out entirely. So to I think Tyler that. 
next what, year. What I'm saying though is he's got to he, for if he if he only has five years, you know, we don't know how much he what he signed for and how long, which I think is bullshit. That should be disclosed to the public. My guess is five years. That uh, that's my guess. Uh, and then after five years, I mean, you don't get a winning team. You're gone. I mean, especially here's the thing too is why I say five years because year two they're gonna look at this they're gonna look and say okay year two we're evaluating him he had 125 million the most by far in the entire league what did he do with it how did he do and then what what happened mm-hmm. after that and yeah. if we don't continue to succeed it, he's gonna and he gets he, like I said if he has a five-year contract he ain't taking Eberflus into three of those. Yeah. He's going to take two, and then he's going to look long and hard, and he better bet the house on whoever he picks after that, or he's fucked. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I you know, he's he's on a short leash for sure. Because they're not, but, but but he's also he's also entering one of the best situations I've seen in many many years. What's lots of picks and lots of cast? I'm not. Picks. I'm not arguing that. What I'm arguing is what does he do with them and how can yeah, that? Well, that's and, the issue. Well, that let me finish. And what can he do with that coaching staff? I think the coaching staff is a big problem. You can pick all the players you want, but I mean, there's no scheming going on there. Eberflus just his speeches don't do anything to me. I don't think he's a motivator at all. I mean, I don't get goosebumps when he talks. I don't get none of that. I don't want to run through a wall or anything. I'm just like, this dude's a walking cliche. So, to me, I don't know. I guess the big question would be, do the Bears, you know, when they sell? Because I think it's coming. (laughs) You know what? Manchester United's up for sale. Why don't they go buy and the McCaskies go full around in soccer? You think Bears fans are brutal? Go full around with me and you. All I'm saying is I think we're on the verge of that selling point, and I, I think that it might be a lot sooner than people think because the here's the thing. Now that you've partnered up with gambling – well, gambling's going to want to win, and gambling's going to want to be entertaining. Be careful of who you sign up with and who you sign up for. Because, yeah, the Bears are going to get a brand new stadium. It's going to look tremendous. It's going to look fucking sweet. But that comes a lot of pressure, and I don't think the McCaskies are built for pressure. Well, to your to your point, I want to add to that. It's just not a stadium. It's going to be an experience. They're, they're going to have an entire area of shops and i mean it's it's yeah it's, it's gonna it's be gonna a, be a thing they and, want they want super yeah. bowls and stuff it, there too exactly but. so so i mean i i think i think the issue will be that when you get in bed with these people and you don't start winning the push to to do a takeover is very real but I also I agree, and that's what I brought up. But I also think the McCaskies are done. The whole Ted Phillips resigning out of nowhere, saying that "Hey guys, this is my last year." Like anyone, first off, like anyone gave a shit. You haven't done anything, and well, and there it, was a lot of celebration after he said that. Well, so. no, 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 no. Listen, I'm talking. I'm not talking about us fans. I'm saying it was mm-hmm. fucking weird because, look, like, like, think about this. He announces it. Why? This is weird because didn't he? George said in his opening interview that his sole job was to close the Arlington Heights deal. Yeah. So I'm uh, the reason I froze and stayed silent. It, come on, what is it? What is it, George? Are you fucking with us again or what? Because that, as far as I'm concerned, that deal's still not done. So- if I, I tell you the rule of thumb, if George's mouth is moving, he's fucking with you. Yeah, right. Okay, but here's what I'm saying, Dan. You got him saying one thing, right? D.A., he's not moving on. You know, Ted's here. He's doing the deal, blah, blah, blah. And then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, hey, this is my last year, you guys. Well, But the deal's not done, Ted. So what's going on here? To me... 
it's flashing. They're going to sell. They're going to get this deal. The, the Either the deal's already pretty much done, good as gold, or Ted's going to finish it out. And then Ted's like, hey, I know they're selling. There's no more room for my old ass here. I never did anything for the Bears. I just got to say I was with the Orioles. I mean, that guy lived the dream. If the dream was, hey, I don't care about sports, but I want a job that's comfortable and stable, then yeah, Ted, you won the fucking lottery. But for bear, you know, for us Bears fans, I mean, there there ain't one fan that wouldn't want love that opportunity at the job, and they could do it twenty times better than him. That's beyond the point to me. All I'm saying is, it flashes with McCaskey saying one thing, Ted doing another. Big big stadium, it's flashing. We're gonna sell. We're gonna well, get the hell out. I, I would love to see us sell. I would love to see us have new owners. I want some. I want an owner that really wants to win and just doesn't put verbal platitudes about winning and cliches about winning. You know, anyone can do that kind of stuff. I want someone to really that really says, you know what, we're committed to this franchise. You don't hear. You don't really hear that from the current regime. What you hear is. We will continue to strive to do our excellent, go toward excellence. But what you see in their behavior is the same old, same old. So on one hand, they talk about wanting to be excellent. On the other hand, we 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 do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't I don't know where we're going as a franchise, and hopefully stuff changes. I mean, there's a lot of positive. I'm not trying to get too negative on this podcast, but we, a lot of this stuff we've talked about before, but it just, you know, it bears reminding that this, this, this is crazy to me. This feels like a rabbit hole. I mean, we have two coaches that are, we have a GM with the same initials and we have a coach named Matt. Matt Nagy, Matt Eberflus, Ryan Pace, Ryan Poles. It's weird. It's like it's like a fucked up Groundhog Day, man. <laughs> and I don't like it because I I just feel like we always want to carry this identity. Like, here's what doesn't make sense, and here's why I believe that ownership meddles a lot more than they 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 they, they meddle a lot more than they let on. Dad, why do we always have a good defense? Why do we always call the monsters of the midway? We've always had that generational linebacker. Now, we haven't had that since Erlacher, and it's been a while. Well, I mean, before that, I mean, you're looking at Buckus. You're looking at Singletary. Then you're looking at Erlacher. I mean, and then then there's others, too. Like, you know, Briggs was really good, too. Absolutely. There, there's. Uh, I'm not trying to leave anyone out, but but then you're also looking at the offense, defensive line. Yeah, Wilbur Marshall. Um, yeah, 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 remember yeah. when we went out and got a guy by the name of Julius Peppers, and he was an absolute stud. Yeah, we, like that's what we did, and we tried to do that again with Mac, and it didn't work. I mean, that guy turned out to be one of the worst draft, one of the worst yeah. trades of all time. Well, I mean, you know, that's part of the historical Bears identity is that is is div- <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Still have a cold. Is that defense? And you know, you you do. You know, you we got good at 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 getting defensive players, and that was our identity, and that's what we were good at. What we did not concentrate on as much was the offense, and that's always been the case, as evidenced by what the twenty five different quarterbacks we've had in the last fifteen years. Um. It's that that's just the way it's been. And you know what? You get good at the things you like and you focus on, which is defense, and you don't get good at the things you don't like. Well, I don't say we we don't like offense. I just don't think we ever put real effort into what we were doing in a methodical way with the with offense. And a great example of that is, you know, the last admit the last administration with um Ryan Pace talked about, oh, each year we're going to get a quarterback. Yeah. Okay, did again, that did that ever yeah. happen? I mean, you know, again, it was it was just more lip service. Right. I mean, it continues to be lip service. It continues to be the same shit. It can. It is I th- what it is. I, I think the hope on the horizon here is 
Um, I'm actually really looking forward to the draft this April. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to um, kind of who we can get and and where we. It's going to say a lot in terms of where we put our um, money and where we put our draft capital as to whether this team is finally going to make a real move offensively and uh, go forward or whether we're just going to do the same old, same old. And that is, Oh, there's a good defensive player. Let's just grab him. Make, make that our first pick. Right. Let's now let's get into something else here. Um, Let's talk about our next opponent. Uh, the Jets and Zach Wilson, unfortunately, has been benched and will not start. Yeah. Which sucks for us because he's really bad. Yeah. 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 I mean, even even the Jets fan, I saw a blog the other day, <laughs> and the Jets fan for going, can you believe we passed up Justin Fields to get Zach Wilson? I mean, they're, I know, I know. But again, what, like, right, the draft, yeah, everyone yeah. overthinks it. Yeah. Just, just go with your gut. You yeah. watch, You don't need to watch all this film. So, to me, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields were one and two. Yeah. It could have gone either way the whole year. So, I, I, you, yeah. But you, no, I'm, yeah. I'm making a point here yeah. because then you go to Trey Lance. What a reach. Zach Wilson, what a reach. Why are you reaching? I mean, we might have got a gift here, so yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm grateful for that gift. So I thought they would go back to Joe Flacco, but they're actually starting Mike White. Uh, don't know really very much about Mike. Oh no, yeah, you do. He he got hot last year. Yeah, I know. Everyone was I know all about but, him, and then he got ice cold. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's not a huge sample size that we have. I wish we were playing him the second start, not the. Not his first start. Yeah. I, I'm a little scared on his first start. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, well, you say, yeah, yeah, but listen, when you come out like that, you know. Well, and, you know, the thing is, I mean, is it possible to, to for him to come out and do worse than Wilson? No, I'm saying he'll do better. Yeah. I think I think that's the problem. I That's why I said, you know, because he well, comes out hot. Look, here's the thing. When opportunity was given to him to become a starter, he took that ball and fucking set fire to it. Yeah. He so, lost. Here's what scares me. He lost that opportunity. Now he's gotten that opportunity back. And now it's coming against a struggling Bears team. I mean, there is not a better opportunity to start him than this Sunday with no pass rush, no threat. The only thing we can hope on is that there's miscommunication between routes and timing, and we can jump on that and make a mistake. Besides that, if Justin Fields doesn't play, which I can't, I, I'm only saying this because of injury. I hope he doesn't. Oh, I absolutely this could, don't want to play. This, it. this could be. Oh, it's. It, I mean, I think only Bears and Jets fans are watching this. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think the red. I don't think I, this is going near the red zone channel. I, I'm telling you, this New York Jets defense is for real, man. And if, um, but that's what I'm saying, Dad. That, I, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think this game is going near the red zone channel. No, Not at all. No, no, no. It'll. It'll. Is there? A, is there a 2020 channel? It'll be on that one. Be between the 20s. Yeah. So. It, yeah, won't, it won't even get there, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's gonna be. I, I'm predicting right now if 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 Trevor plays, um, uh, they'll sack him five to six times. I'm calling it right now. I mean, there that defense is for real. So, be be prepared, gang, for another three three. No, actually, actually, if if Mike gets hot, it it might be um, Bears three those guys 24 i mean it could be one of those games i mean we're we're entering a stretch of the season where it's, it's not gonna get pretty it's it's brutal man i thought we were in a winning stretch and i've said that before and now we're not we go gallon one two three four five six only six i can't believe there's only six games yeah, left this is week 12 coming up man Oh my gosh! I can't. Where has the season yeah. gone? Oh, by the way, we also lost another offensive lineman, um, Mustaford. No, no. I was. I, oh, the, I could. I just only in my dreams could I wish <laughs> that that we lost uh, Sam Mustaford. 
Um, oh, I, should, I brought it up, and now doggone it, I doesn't, can't think of his doesn't name. Doesn't Mustafer sound like you just can't say mustard? Yeah, it does. It drives me nuts. I, I don't like the way it rolls off my tongue. I don't I, I Muffafer? Yeah, I don't like, like the way. Like, it sounds like I have a speech impediment. Mustafer? I don't like the way he plays Mustafer. either. Don't like his name. Don't like the way he plays. <laughs> he plays like a Mustafer. <laughs> Come here, Mustafer. The best is that Olin Krutz, that's his boy. Like, Olin's been coaching him up, and he's, oh, there's... Okay, Olin, like, yeah. come on, man. Do your thing, man. So No, are, don't, are, dude. Just own up to, yeah. like, he sucks, because yeah. he keeps defending him, and well, he that's, sucks. That's that's him, though. Um, So what are the games uh, going forward? No, don't want to talk about that. Okay. Something just entered my head, and we will get back to that. It's time to get a new kicker. Remember when you said, remember, and I said we should have got one? Yeah. Are you with me now? Uh, yeah. You can't, hit a, you, you can't hit a 56-yarder in a dome? Yeah. You yeah. came up short? Yeah. yeah. You can't. I mean, dude, guys are kicking 64s like they're nothing now. I know. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I mean, this ain't this ain't the '90s, early 2000s, like you know when like you would punt if it was anything more than a 54 yeah. yarder, and you know, he, and I would get it if you were kicking into a headwind, but you're inside a dome. I don't think that kick would have been good in Denver. <laughs> that I mean, guy, I bet, we, I bet it could have been good at Mexico's stadium. That's seven. The Azteca. The Azteca. That's up up there about 7,600 feet, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a brutal place to play, yeah. man. I yeah. See, I'm a soccer fan, so I know all about this. That stadium, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> here's a little gross fact for you, fans. Uh, if you ever think football is really bad, right? Like, you just think the sportsmanship and everything. So, in Mexico City, when they get mad... Uh, U.S. players have been noted by being soaked with bottles of piss. The fans fill up their piss and then throw them when they run down the tunnel. So, remember, you're life in, could get a lot worse. You're in kidding me, aren't you? Nope. Nope. I see what you did there, and I'm just ignoring it. <laughs> nope. Look, I mean, you definitely need a new kicker. I don't think we need to touch any more on that. If, you, if you're short on a 56-yarder in a dome, I mean... Good God. <laughs> it's pretty sad. So the the stretches, though, next, I mean, the Packers, and the Packers are struggling, and they're going to kill us. Yeah. I don't know what it is with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know how he gets, and that Watson's getting hot. He's seeming, again, this is shades of Devontae Adams all over again. Depending on how Rod, long Rodgers stays with the Packers, that Watson kid's going to be the talk of the town. Yeah. How good he is. And then he's not He's not that good. Yeah. But, again, it, like you said, it's another Devontae Adams situation that he'll, he he can turn him into something, man. Well, no. I'm, that's what I'm saying. But, like, Rodgers doesn't have much left in this tank. We're on E right now. Yeah. But, but you must admit that Rodgers gets up for the Bears game. I mean, Rodgers could admit, be, I've made. Yeah, he yeah. Could, I mean, admit all the time. Rodgers could be in the intensive care unit, and he would find a way to play against us. Yeah. I mean, he. I mean, it's just just what it is. Yeah, I mean, it is like no one a hundred percent like that's. <sighs> it's so, frustrating. So, Justin, if you're listening to us, buddy, rest up. You're the man. Love you. What are you doing? I, I just I'm, you're I'm, doing I'm shouting, no, I'm you're shouting do, out no, to him. No, stop! You're doing it again. You, you want to get? You want to leave? Don't you? You want to wrap the show up? I do. I know I'm, you do. I'm getting tired. It's so obvious when you do this. Like you know, the listeners are going to pick up on your bad habits. I oh, hope they do. You do this. I hope they you, pick up on every bad habit I have. The, yeah, I, <laughs> this is what you do every time. Well, um, yeah. So. Um, uh yeah, Justin, if you're if you're listening, you just you go on this weird tangent. I resemble that remark. You just are the worst sometimes. I swear. I love you, son. I love you too, but sometimes I mean, my God. Listen, it is the holidays, and uh, we're releasing this the night before Thanksgiving. So, 
Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. If you listen in Canada, you did it backwards. Thanksgiving is not in October. It's November. Sorry that you're so backwards up there. Nice people, eh? But, uh, yeah, so happy holidays. Stay safe. Stay loaded. I mean... That's my plan. That's your. That's that's, my plan. But that's your plan every week. I said, stay safe. Ah, okay. Remember, if you can't stand your family, you can sure stand the bottle. So, oh, that's bad. What? What is happening here? That is bad. I'm just giving life advice. Oh. Uh, but you know what is nice? That we don't have to be embarrassed on Thanksgiving for the second year in a row on a national stage. So let's give thanks to that. Yeah, let's do. That'll be good. All right. Hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving from uh, this big old podcast to your families. It should be a good one. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the football. There are three games. Ooh, yes, Mr. Kitzel. Josh Allen might play, might not. You, you want to talk about sitting a guy? I would sit him at seven and three. Yeah. I don't care if I squeak in the playoffs in a wild card because guess what? Healthy Josh Allen is a beast. Yes, he is. Remember, stay safe, stay loaded. Wait, I already said that. <laughs> All right, I, I'm ready to go too now. Now I'm rambling. Come on, son, wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right, something you never thought you'd hear from your own father. Remember, it's always a good time when you bear down.